Hey, while we're recording, can you not talk though? I know we're in your house, but I'm literally just up. sitting here being quiet. I made sure my phone is on silent. We're on and you're talking, so oops. <laughs> so why would you say that when you're recording? Yo, that was a little yeah. preview, man. My boy yeah. Black Party just put out a new track called Dancing. So I had to go ahead and showcase <laughs> it real quick. Hey, you made a later freak out just now. I know, <laughs> She thought she like ruined our podcast. I know, I'm just fucking with it, man. See, I care. We always open it yeah. like this. Yeah, that's how I always do some little random shit. Um, if you didn't know that voice, <laughs> she was on a previous episode. We use her home. Yeah, this is where we be at. It's the studio right here. She's such a sweetheart. I am. She doesn't even know us. Gentlemen, she's single. Her Instagram account is ebugs28. And she's got one pretty... I'm just kidding. Whoa! (laughs) Joe, this show is for families. What the fuck? What's up, what's up, man? Snapchat that. Um, Wow. (laughs) That's like what some shit show like your dad when they like misuse something that's popular. It's like that. That was like a year and a half ago. It's not happening right now. Hey, son, I did you Snapchat that thing? No, 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 no. <laughs> I wish my dad would do that. That would change our relationship. We'd be so much cool. I love my dad. That's the homie, but that would take it to the next level. I'm sure it would. <laughs> we were passing our poles to each other, man. Check this out. Jesus. That would be dope. That's father-son bonding right there for you, huh? Yo, man, and I'm glad you brought up Father Son Bible. <laughs> I'd like to bring up the great LeVar Ball. <laughs> if you folks don't know who LeVar Ball is, that is Lonzo Ball's father. He's happy. Lonzo Ball was recently drafted by my Los Angeles Lakers. Number two pick in the draft. <laughs> I'm so happy. Fuck the Lakers. Haters. I, 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 trust me, I'm a fake. Like, I, know, I know you don't really care. What I say doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Lakers are ready. Lonzo is about to change the game for us. Is and he really, though? He really is that good. Okay. Um, he's a, he's going to be a real good piece to, the, to um, the Los Angeles Lakers. And Magic Johnson is excited. <laughs> I have been seeing him on every fucking yeah. thing talking about it. LeVar Ball said this is going to happen, all right? This is what LeVar, LeVar he Ball did. had he no did. idea. Like, he didn't know the ball was going to bounce to the Lakers at, at the number two pick. But he did. But he did, though. He said, my boy's going to the Lakers. He ain't going nowhere else. Man, this dude, I, I can't be mad at this guy, man. It's a lot of people hating, hating, hating on him. I get it. He's a yeah. little extra. He's yeah. loud, braggadocious. You know, he's braggadocious. He's like, he's in your face all the time. You're like, okay, can somebody get get your daddy? Right. I get it. I get it. But he loves his boys. I got into an argument with someone and said, I, who said had something to say about him during the 
during the day of the draft, during the night of the draft. I guess Lonzo Ball was sitting there um, getting interviewed after he got drafted. And then they went to LeVar and talked to LeVar. And LeVar was the normal LeVar. Like, hey, and we making it to the playoffs this year. <laughs> and it was a – they they had a video of uh, Lonzo. And they, he's just sitting there. And people are assuming that the expression on his face is like, yo, I wish my dad would just shut up sometime. <laughs> I don't know why. Just because you would want your dad to shut up mm-hmm. don't mean – that that's how he feels. Right. People love like They have a different narratives. relationship. His dad has been that same dad his whole life. He wrote a letter expressing his feelings for his dad and how he loves what his dad does. But motherfuckers don't want to believe. Nah, I think his dad told him to write that. Like, come on. Like, why don't, why Yo, don't you want to believe it? The internet kills me with that kind of shit. Like, people really just be, just, just hate as a hobby. They like, really do. Like, you can see they have a good relationship. The boys seem like normal boys. I've seen them, like, just hanging out with each other on their little uh, Instagram pages and shit, just kicking it. And they seem like normal-ass kids with the wild pops, who's just fun. Like, look, I know, y'all. Look, a lot of y'all didn't have daddies. I get it. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> So you don't understand. So you just used to moms, you know, yelling a lot and, you know, bragging about her baby. It's a dad this time. It was like, this is my baby boy. Damn, that's true. Like, that's it, It is man. a dad this time. Yeah, you can't hate on somebody for overloving on their son. For real. He ain't hurt nobody. He's just overconfident. Not even overconfident. He's just confident. He expects the best. He wants the best. He told, tells you his son is the best. Who wouldn't say that about their child? Hey man, my kid, he mediocre. <laughs> I mean, actually, I can see myself saying some shit. Yeah, I'm about to say, wait, that, that definitely sounds like a Joe is a dad statement. Like, man, yeah. I had to tell my nephew the other day, man. He mediocre. So my nephew, I'm kind of going off right here, but just kind of like as a father figure type thing. Um, my nephew played high school ball. He just graduated from high school. He's about to go into junior college and play. And I thought he was done with football. I was hoping he was done with football. And I thought he was just going, you know, get his education. And he's going to go to junior college, get his AA, transfer, or go get a trade, whatever. I thought football was done. Mm. I was hoping. Because he was not good. He he didn't play much last year. This, the team won the city championship, and he hardly could touch the field. So I was like, okay, obviously he knows, you know, this ain't for him. And yesterday he broke my heart and said he plans on playing this semester yeah. to, to get a scholarship. And I'm like, bro, you we can get you a scholarship another way. Come on, let's just concentrate on the schoolwork. So I feel like he wasted his time. I told him, I don't want you to waste your time. <laughs> I actually said that. I mean, I was good. Mm-hmm. I was good in high school, and I, I I was pretty good in junior college, but I knew I wasn't good enough to get no scholarship. I don't want to, like, tell the boy, look, it ain't happening. Yeah. But I basically told him it ain't happening. I mean, you got you to gotta find that balance between, you know. <laughs> no, he's 5'6", five, 5'6", six, five, six, 160 pounds playing football. You know how good you have to be at that size for people to pay attention? <sighs> okay, I just kind of went on. Whatever. LeVar Ball, father of the year. <laughs> Uncle Joe, average uncle of the year. <laughs> Mediocre. Mediocre at best. Look, you got to congratulate all forms of achievement. 
Anyway. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, wait. One more thing. LeVar Ball, Lonzo Ball, and LaMelo Ball were on WWE Raw yesterday. What? They Why? were on Monday Night Raw. That still happens? Yes. It happens every week. What? WWE is so popular. It's still popular. And they brought LeVar Ball. He ripped off his shirt. He shook the ropes like Ultimate Warrior. He, he, he was amazing. He was amazing. It was like he had training. Right. He couldn't wait. Oh my! You know, I have to watch this. Look, he was like a kid in a candy store. You can see it in his face. Like this is something he always wanted to do. And the sons were sitting there like laughing. Like this is hilarious. My pops is on right now. I didn't even know he had other sons, too, until I saw this one picture. Oh, man. And they, like, all play basketball. Hold on. Before I go to that, LaMelo, the youngest, uh, he's going to the 11th grade. Um, He said, kick that nigga ass on national live TV. (laughs) He said it twice. He said, kick that nigga ass. Kick that nigga ass. Wait. Y'all know I hate the word, but goddamn, it was funny. He said it on Monday Night Raw. Oh, shit. To his dad. <laughs> to his dad. That means it was turning up backstage. Oh. <laughs> Came out ready. All right, but we, okay, he brought up the, um, John just brought up the brothers. So all his sons have scholarship offers to UCLA. Well, had scholarship offers to UCLA. That's Lonzo what's up. went to UCLA for a year. Now he's on the Lakers. Leangelo is about to start playing for the, for the UCLA Bruins this semester. This upcoming semester. And LaMelo, who is going into his junior year, already committed, well, verbally committed because he can't actually sign his, sign a letter of intent yet. Hmm. But they're all going to be Bruins. So, I mean, this. what else can you say about that? What can you say bad about the dad? His kids are going to get an education. His kids do well in school anyway. And what is it? Is that me? Somebody playing some music. Oh, shit. Somebody turning up. <laughs> but yeah, man, much love to that dude. Keep doing it. The big baller brand is is growing. Oh, his brand, his $500 shoe and all that shit. The brand was on WWE, big and bold. He is moving, man. We're going to see how this goes. I'm, I really want to see him. him. I really want to see him battle it out with Nike, man. <laughs> you know. I hope Nike don't do no hoe shit, no sneaky they shit. They don't do some hoe shit. Damn. That's what they do. They do. That's what they do. Damn shit. Um, Speaking of not having shit. We talking about me? <laughs> Wait, what? Anyhow. Because <laughs> I, I already know where that could go. <laughs> did you did you watch the BET Awards, motherfucker? I actually did not watch the BET Awards. I wanted to watch it just so we could talk my. about it on the podcast, but I did not have time. I mean, not that you need to with social media, yeah, but still. I, that shit was I was over. hoping that you had enough information for us. No, I'm pretty sure there's plenty to talk about. Like, uh, hmm, I don't know, after the BET Awards. But anyhow, now the BET Awards. What happened before the BET Awards, though? Because didn't the fight happen before? This was before? I thought it was, a, I thought it was post-show. Oh, that was pre-show. That was like the day before. What was post-show? <sighs> Joe Budden. You didn't know we're on air, right? And you're just yelling at us? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Joe is so Hollywood. I'm telling y'all. He here skinny. He vegan. Yeah, shit. He got he, he got a haircut right, like right, all the time be. now. Shit, be traveling all like. Where you going, bro? Like, Your new name is gonna be Hollywood. Who are you, dog? Joe Hollywood. Joe Hollywood. Uh, I'm getting lighter too. Joe. Fuck. 
Man, fuck cheese though. He didn't put my fucking juice in the refrigerator. That I Jesus left. <laughs> cheese is gonna hear this and crack the fuck yeah, up. Fucking dickhead. I went to the house. He's gonna be in the middle of drinking your juice too. That shit. I would never drink that shit. That shit is too. Oh, that's your healthy shit. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, so Nicki Minaj's ex got jumped by Nicki Minaj's ex's friends. Oh, boy. Safari was just chilling, kicking it. <laughs> And out of nowhere, Nick Mill's goons. It, you saw the his, video, right? His goons ran up on him, and Safari got the fuck up out of there and Wait, tried to run away. So you saw the video? Yeah. Did you see when the camera pans by and you see Meek come out of the van and he has this fucking Disney villain look on his face yeah, like he like knows about what's about him? <laughs> hey. I was like, this weak ass motherfucker. Yo. <laughs> so. Safari has, on many occasions, stated that he is not a thug. He's not a tough guy. He's not any of those things. He has stated that many times. Put that disclaimer right on now. Yeah. So, you get him jumped? If you have problems with with him, if he says some things you didn't like, Mm -hmm. and he's told you he's not a thug, that deserves a one-on-one fade. Like, you need to approach him. Well, man, oh man. You, let's remember, though, Meek's record and all them charges and how he's probably needing to stay away from that kind of shit. Because he was about to do, like, some time, like, last year for something. If that's the case, then don't do shit. Because right now, yeah. you look like a full-out broad. Use a broad. Use a full <laughs> kind of hoe. Yeah, that was... Just the most sinister look on his face. I was like, that's so fucking sneaky. Like, that's some shit. I was weird. That's some shit the women on, like, the reality shows do to each other. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yo, shout out to Safari's homeboy, though, man. Wait, who? His homeboy came over there to oh, try I did. help. Okay, I was wondering who that one dude was. I was like, who this random who just got, <laughs> just <laughs> clobbered real quick in the corner? Yo. Like, bloop, so, bloop. Safari like, oh, did not try to help him. Right, Safari was way down the sidewalk. Like, oh, Safari was looking like, why are you going? I didn't tell you to do that, but <laughs> thank you though. Shit. Yeah, Safari not your friend. Nah, but uh, that was crazy. That was weak. That was trash, man. It was trash. It, was, it wasn't crazy. You it was, it was, it was trash for that one, bro. Ugh. I, I wish you would, bro. Oh man, I need like, to be a rapper's friend. When is I the- need to be a rapper's friend so I can beat up on people? Until I start seeing motherfuckers pull. A 1996 Source Awards move. I don't want to hear shit. Y'all soft until you could do that. Like, until you shook Knighton on the mic and snooping. Nah, see, you didn't see, was it the Source or Bible Awards? Somebody ran up on, I think it was Source Awards. Somebody ran up on uh, on E-40. Oh. Um, this, this other rapper from the Bay, I think it was Mac Minister. He's in prison for murder, I believe. Oh, okay. But he ran up <laughs> on E-40. And he walked away from that bitch with his face beat the fuck up. Is if you could probably YouTube it. You God probably damn. I don't know if they'll have video, but there'll definitely be some pictures, I'm sure, if you Google it. Um, but yeah, they ran up on the wrong dude. I feel like back then, like, is there just like more security now? Or are dudes like doing that fake way fight more, shit? No, way. Where they more like security. pretend they get hyped because they know security gonna run up and stop the fight anyway? No, nah, it's way more security now because back then you just had your homies. Yeah. Like, I know, oh, right, right, right. I know right. he 40 Your squad no was your security. Yeah, I know he 40 had his, had his brothers with him and they True. big than a motherfucker. So that was a wrong move. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even when dude rushed, uh, rushed Dr. Dre. 
I think that was the Vibe Awards. Dude rushed Dr. Dre. Oh, shit. And Young Buck ran up on him and stabbed him. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he stabbed him, yo. Yeah. This motherfucker stabbed a dude. Yeah. That's a real country. Rap wasn't a game. <laughs> he stabbed that dude. It wasn't a game. Damn. Oh, man. Yeah, that did happen. I, was, I, need a young, I need a young buck home. I'm like, Do you? you be my young buck? I got you. <laughs> I believe. I'm like, yo, who is that? <clears throat> I'll pre- bring the Queens. The what? The Queens. Like Queens, New York? Oh, oh. true, true, okay. true, <laughs> true. Act right? Okay, okay yeah. my bad. Man. I'm no, with it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I was like, Queens. I, I know, I hang out with a lot of them. I know. We yeah, I was like, I've seen your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> These dudes are not about to be helping you like that. <laughs> oh, I man. cannot. Nah, so, but dope. so what were some highlights of the war show? What was dope? What was not so dope? I will start with the not so dope. Um, BT. <laughs> Don't diss BT too hard. No, my homegirl no, did no, her no. job. Hey, I got look. Janae half of Howard it. works for BT after Howard, so. My yeah. cousin, my cousin Ashley. I'ma say Brown. this though. Y'all motherfuckers need to do better. As enter no, I'm gonna I'm gonna save the compliments for after. Y'all gotta do better. Like the amount of malfunctions and weird moments and just like what's happened. like there was a whole last 30, 30 seconds to a minute that went by with like the camera just look sitting on the stage, nothing happening, and then the new edition fucking thing comes up and they're performing their thing. I was like and you can hear people in the audience, what's going on? What's happening? I was like, this is hood as hell. Illuminati. Anyhow, y'all got to do better. Like, Illuminati did it. The man. There is no fucking reason why, like, everybody at all these HBCUs always wants to fucking intern for BET. They always want, y'all got hell motherfuckers that want to work for y'all, intern for y'all. Get the right people. Tighten that shit up because that shit ain't cool. Also, Leslie Jones... I love you to death. You are a queen, but you was just real fucking like nervous or what? Opening the BT Awards, and it just came off just. She was like trying to be super loud and all over the place to compensate for her nerves, and it, you just ended up looking a sweaty mess. I didn't but think she was gonna be good. The rest of you know what? The rest of the show though, she gathered herself when one of the hood ass malfunctions happened. She held it down, you know, like Monique did back in the day. She knew. They knew how to, you know how to improv and do stand up, so shit that came in handy. But other than that, what new person? The show was fun. What's fuck? See, that's one thing I always say. No matter <laughs> what happens, no matter what bad things may happen on BT award show, <laughs> it's still more entertaining than any award show you will see. Absolutely, not even close. Because it's like a family reunion. It's a big ass black ass family reunion, and it, that. In itself, it makes a difference in just the way people vibing with each other in the room, the smiles you see, the way people get hyped for certain people that's coming on stage, the inside jokes we share. Like, yeah. all of those cultural things make the BT Awards just lit, just off GP. But um, who yeah. were, who had some of the better performances? Chris Brown went the fuck in. Like, I, I God damn it, I just, it's always that. You watch him and you watch him doing his thing. You're just like, dude, if you could just act right, get your personal life together. And it's right. it's a lot easier said than done because you know he has his you know emotional mental scars that he probably needs to work with and deal with. But 
just seeing him on that stage, it's a beautiful thing because you know, like, damn, he was born to do this shit. Yeah. Like, he's so happy up there. You can you can tell, like, he's and he's great at it. He's great singer, great dancer. The motherfucker's never out of breath for as many drugs and <laughs> as much drugs as, as he be on, as much liquor smokes. he drinks. He oh. is still able to just do it, like, and just fucking kill it. So yeah, Chris Brown was one of the highlights. People who can't get right. He is. <laughs> I just watched Life. Did we just watch that shit last night? Can't get right. Nah, that shit. Alright, so but, Chris Brown, who else? Anybody else? Um, Trey Songz. Trey Songz sucked. Like, goddamn, he's he's terrible live. Who was good? Who Mary was good? J went in on her ex. Mary J Blige. I will always have a special place in my heart for you because I was raised in a household with a single woman but who you ain't never been good played your music. <laughs> and I will always be brought back to that place and think about my mama when I see you, girl. You looked great on stage, girl. You looking real good post-breakup. But that voice, that voice, mama, it ain't never right live. And it wasn't right that night either. I just got to say it because we was all tweeting it. Everybody was like, ooh, uh, look at that going on over there. Like, we just let it happen because it's Mary. Um, How was Escape? Oh, man, they did really fucking well. Naturally, I was nervous because, like, it's been 20 years since we heard from them. There was one little part where, you know, Candy got a little pitchy. But, hey, y'all been out the game for 20 years. And y'all did way better than some of these artists who are constantly using their voice right now. So that kudos to them. They they held it down. New edition, that was popping for the greatest excitement. group ever. Man. And they brought out all three generations from the ones who played them in the movie. And That's that dope. was sick. That's dope. They all performed together. It was love, man. It was love. Uh SZA did her thing. Nice. Um, nice. Good love. She has a great album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendrick and Future, they had a little dope ass set. Dope. That was a cool ass little whoever was behind that production. Good job. Good job. You the shit. Hey, since we're talking music, mm-hmm. that new Vince Staples, get that shit. True. It's amazing. And he's like the best interviewee ever. That dude is hilarious. <laughs> I saw him on Everyday Struggle, one of my favorite shows. <laughs> and uh yeah, it was really funny. He's a really interesting dude, really sharp guy. Check out that interview on Everyday Struggle. Check out more interviews by Vince Staples and his album is just really good, man. Fuck with it. Yep. It's called Big Fish Theory. Uh, and since we're talking about Everyday Struggle... <laughs> I mean, talk about it. Joe Budden, man. Hmm. I didn't always like that guy. Mm-hmm. He's a little bitch to me. Little, you know, got a little bitch in him. FIFA show got a little bitch in him. You know, that's okay. Some dudes got a little bitch in them. <laughs> I, I remember when, I mean, Raekwon and somebody else ran up on him. He definitely turned, you know, tucked his tail, man. He was a little scary. So he got a little bitch in him. But I still respect, like, even though he knows he got some bitch in him, he does not be giving a fuck. He doesn't. He still does some asshole shit. And, you know, the asshole, the asshole in me loves it. So he was interviewing, well, the everyday struggle cast uh, DJ Academics I always forget the girl's name she's so cute too I always forget her name uh, um, uh, yeah but uh, her and Joe Budden the, that's the that's the uh, the crew right there they were interviewing Migos after the award show and <laughs> I guess the interview was going nowhere 
The Migos weren't really, I mean, they didn't look like they wanted to be there. Yeah, they did. And Joe Budden said, yo, man, like, let's wrap it up. And one of the Migos said, yeah, wrap that shit up, man. And um, <laughs> DJ Academics kept going. Like, he wasn't wrapping it up, I guess, the way Joe yeah. Budden was hoping he would hurry up and wrap it up and just shut it down. Joe Budden stood up. <laughs> I said, what the fuck? And just dropped his mic and walked off. Like, tossed his mic. Yeah, the Migos... The Migos did not appreciate that. They stood up like, what the fuck you trying to do? And then Rolled the Migos, up their sleeves. Yeah. They, <laughs> they looked hilarious. Rolled up their floral you, you cannot, sleeves. You cannot look tough wearing what they were wearing. Look, they ain't trying, they, they ain't trying to look tough, though. No, nah, they was trying to look tough when they stood up, for I mean, sure. You know, you got to fight when you got to fight. I get, you, I get it. They look like, y'all remember the group, the monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> they look like the monkeys, man. Yo, what? Yeah, they look like That's the monkeys, so beetles, whatever. They look like that, man. Yeah. And they stood up like, no, I'm not scared of you. I don't care. You can say any kind of tough talk you want. I'm not running from that. I kind of would have appreciated one of them at least throwing them hands with Joe Budden. I would have liked that Somebody too. one day has to throw hands with Joe Budden. True. He talks too much. Shit. But I, you know, okay. I thought they might try to throw hands, but what I was expecting Security. out of them was the windmill. Oh, really? Windmill punches. <laughs> I don't, you know, I know a lot of Atlanta dudes, I guess, and that's why I don't see that coming from them. Uh, look, I just, I, probably not. I know a lot of Atlanta guys too. Some tough guys. Maybe in the windmill. But no matter what they, no matter what, the, because of what they were wearing that day, I just expect she a windmill stuck. swing out of just uh uh-uh, uh uh what? And you guys can't see my arms. Never mind. Literally. <laughs> and it was just okay. That's I expected a windmill. And even with the windmill, I expected Joe Button to lose. <laughs> That's how much I think. I think he's a bitch. Damn. Um, but yeah, it was hilarious. He just walked away like, fuck this. Fuck y'all. This is dumb. See, this group sucks. On, on first, like first seeing it, I like prejudged it because I don't normally watch Everyday Struggle. So I didn't even know who so the fuck. So you were like, this is unprofessional. I, I was like, first of all, who the fuck are these other two people? I didn't know who they were. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, Joe Buttons is doing an interview. And then I'm like, well, look, well, Joe, why did you sit there if you didn't want to interview these guys? <laughs> that was my whole thing. And then I had heard about the little Yachty thing and like saw a clip from it. So with all of that in mind, I was like, Joe, you're looking like the old bitter motherfucker. You can't be doing this. Then I watched the episode of Everyday Struggle the day after the BET Awards when they like were going over what happened or whatever. And I could see that... They like had a discussion beforehand, and Joe Budden, you know, basically said like, "I don't want to interview them. Like, uh, I don't want to interview Migos. Y'all knew I didn't want to interview Lil Yachty. I don't, I don't care about what they have to say." Um, and I get that, but I do think that there comes a point where if y'all voting on something, and you have to sit there, motherfucker, you, can, you cannot like. I appreciate the bluntness, I, and I definitely agree with everything Joe Budden says about people in hip-hop and what the fuck they're doing to it, but like, there is a way to get your message across. If you don't give a fuck about getting your message across, my opinion is, why the fuck even have a voice on the show? And that's the thing with him. He, he has this like, I care so much and I'm so passionate about hip-hop, and on the other hand, he's just like, when you try to have the discussion back with him or throw it back his way, he tends to do this whole like, oh, well, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Well, if you don't give a fuck, then why are you giving a fuck? (laughs) 
Well, all I know <laughs> is that... And this is based off the little Yachty interview, too. Their a viewers just went up. Who's uh Everyday Struggle? Everyday Struggle? Hell yeah, because I didn't yeah. watch before. I watched exactly. a, a bevy of interviews you know what I mean? today. <laughs> I, had to tell, I had to tell folks like, yo, this is a show called Everyday Struggle. This is how he behaves. Like, mm-hmm. this is just who he is. It's, it started as a podcast, no? Or um, was that Joe Budden's own Joe podcast? Bud, Joe Budden has a, has a podcast. Oh, okay. okay. That's what I listened to before. Um, But I was like, yo, this is who he is. He's not, they're like, oh, he's just salty. No, he's got. He's making good money, yo. He's he's he he's doing well. He's all right. I don't yeah. think he's tripping. He ain't made a hit record in <laughs> twenty years. Pump, pump, pump it up. And his he's and his he has a, hold on. He hasn't made a hit record in twenty years. His mixtapes are good according they to They are no, 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 no. Joe Button. Joe Button is. That's not Joe Button does have some really good mixtapes. He has some really good songs. But they never hit. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows him by name. So what I'm saying is, he was act- he was able to keep a career going, and he only had that one hit. So the dude is is still around. He's he's been in your face for the past ten years, and you're yeah. like, why? <laughs> he's been able to do something. He right? has, he has he, remained relevant. Yeah, he's remained <laughs> relevant. The music is. I promise you, if you listen to some of his mixtapes, you'll be like, oh yeah, he can really go. There's some people who swear Oh, yeah, there, there should be no like, doubt that he's Joe a, goes the fuck he's off. He's one of their favorite like, rappers. Right. I am not a huge Joe Budden fan, but I am, I do know that he's dope. Same. I respect his lyricism to the utmost. Um, but that being said, did you did you ever watch that Lil Yachty interview that he did? I did, and you know what? I actually became a fan of Lil Yachty after that. Hmm. I, Joe Budden was doing too much. D- that's my. It's it was like I was with him, and then it just got. You get so he gets so emotional. Like I'm having fun, like and he's nineteen. That. Dude is nineteen. I'm get. I'm having fun. I'm, me and my friends are buying stuff we never bought before. We're experiencing life, and he's just like, "You're well rehearsed." I'm just like, "Oh God, goddamn, chill out, Look, bro." Joe Button. Everybody <laughs> doesn't do drugs before they go on do the interview. Okay, Joe <laughs> Button is a crackhead. Wait, is he? Yeah, he's a recovered. My bad. Recovery oh, he did used to have an issue. Yeah. That's why he's a little hot wired. Now, I'm talking about that show, though. Big Mensa. <laughs> Yo. Coming at DJ Academics Yo. was hilarious. Dog. He called him a bitch. Said he wanted to slap the shit out of him. It was the most Chicago shit I've seen since Yo, Kanye. Fuck. I fuck with Big Mensa. That's one of my favorite rappers. And Kanye is nowhere in Chicago anymore. Yo. I mean, <laughs> Kanye ain't about to hit nobody. I don't care how, whatever he says, he... He's, nah. a, he's a talk guy. He Big Mensa, is, yeah. you, you believed him. I was scared watching him. I was like, oh, he about to, he definitely about to slap the shit out of him. He looked him in the eye and said, I wanted to slap you in the face. I was like, oh, so this is about to pop off. Cool. And DJ Academics was like, <laughs> I mean, that's when I didn't know much about DJ Academics. And that's when I realized he's probably the squarest dude ever. He's and so square. He was like, like, I'm not that guy to hit. If you hit me, I'm just gonna fall. It was the first time I saw Joe Budden not look like the the one in the hot seat. Joe Budden was just like, "Did you? Maybe I should have sat over there. I didn't know this was about to." He was having like such this. a good time. He did. He, he did. He was he loving did. it. He was loving that shit. Oh man, hip hop is crazy right now. When is it not? You know, like what, that's the beauty of it. What's that one dude's name who got knocked out on stage? Who? Triple uh, X. Oh, ten, I don't so I don't know, know who the fuck that is, but I, I keep seeing him name. on the internet. 
Triple look, X, look. Tenacious. We pulling the Joe Tenacion. Button. You see Whoever, the, <laughs> nope, I don't I know. I never said his name right. The dude got slept. He got slept on stage right in the middle of his set. Somebody ran up on stage. Boom! Is it because his music's bad? I, that's why I would have hit him. Oh. But I don't think that's the reason. I mean, consider that There's person a revolutionary. Musical revolutionary. It's just going around doing fucking y'all up. I don't know what good is no more. I, mean, well, I just know <laughs> what you're Hold on. What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm just saying, when it comes to music, like rap and shit, I know mm-hmm. what's good to me. Right. I, I like what I like. Do you think that there is an issue with this new generation of rapper compared to like do you in terms you know the conversation of hip hop is being fucked with uh, right now? Yeah. Okay. As long I'm I'm actually okay with it, mm-hmm. and I'm a hip hop like guy. I love hip hop. I grew up on it. Um, I'm okay with these guys, even though I may not like them, mm-hmm. because there's a balance. J Cole exactly. Kendrick, even Drake. Mm-hmm. Drake raps. Um, Chance. The people who are actually making a lot of money, who are selling a, like millions of records, who keep going platinum, who are getting the awards, mm-hmm. they rap. Yep. So there's somewhat of a balance there. The only thing, there is a balance in that, in, in those terms. There's not a balance in content. When we're talking content, like what people are talking right, about, right. there's still too much bitch and hoe and nigga and this and that and everybody's and mm-hmm. shooting and shit and everybody's um, music. Yeah. Because back in the day, back in my day, yes, I'm old, you had party music. So you had the guys who, you know, their music was just to get you off your Uncle ass Luke. and dance. No, I'm not even talking about <laughs> Luke. I'm talking about Kid and Play, Heavy D. Oh, oh. Joe's old. Yeah. Well, he old. old yeah, yeah, I'm that old. <laughs> you know, so you had... Um, <laughs> so yeah, those guys who were like the fun rap, they were goofy. They were just about the party. Right. De La Soul, Tripod Quest, they were fun and socially conscious. What about MC Hammer? MC Hammer. MC Hammer was, <laughs> was dance. It was dance, but it was that's the balance. Right. You had the the the. You had KRS One was not always political. He was gangster at first. Mm-hmm. Then he went more political route, but still it was like hardcore rap, NWA whoop, whoop. hardcore That's rap. That's one of the police. Um, so you had all these guys getting played on the radio at the same time. You had the ladies getting played, mm-hmm. MC Light, Queen Latifah. I mean, everybody had a voice. You had weed music. Then it started getting to the point where everybody had to talk about the same shit. Yeah. But there, there is even some. I mean, but I think that's that. just that's a that's a that that's just a like a subset of hip hop and rap in general becoming so mainstream. I think. What What are you saying? That it that everyone seems to have to like rap about the same thing now. But I think it has a lot to do with the record labels. I feel like you, what do you can't mean? understand rappers nowadays. Mm-hmm. I was listening last week to Mob Deep to go to sleep. And just listening to them rap versus what's out now, there were not really like choruses, and it was literally rhyme after rhyme right. after rhyme that made sense that showed that rappers were not dumb. And now, when I listen to Future, I could turn up to him at Coachella or at the club, but I can't sit listening. What the fuck is he saying? <laughs> I hear you, but that's not the rapper for that. What do you, mean by, what do you mean by record? But that's names, a lot though. of the rappers that are out there now. But that's not the ch- that's not Chance. You can listen to Chance. 
Okay, but but it goes back to what you were saying though about it being an imbalance in content. There's not yeah, there's an imbalance in content, but as far as like rappers versus people like the mumble rappers, there's a lot of rappers like Mm -hmm. Chance, Kendrick, J Cole, Drake, um, Schoolboy, yeah, Vince Staples we just named. Like, there's a lot of actual rappers who are top of the game. Mm But, you know, that's I wouldn't listen to Future when I'm laying down. But they're not top of the game when you look at who people are downloading and buying. That's like, not true. That's I not true. Like that's not true. Cole and Chance have, like, broke barriers for that. Mm-hmm. And they've stayed, I was just saying this, they stayed very independent and they stayed for themselves. Um, but all the other ones, when you look at who's being pushed out and who's being put on billboards... It's the other ones like Future. Right. But, I mean, Drake is, I'm pretty sure he's in the top five of most downloaded on Spotify. So is Chance, hence why he was nominated for a Grammy without even putting out. They're the minority. They're out there. No, no, no. No, right, right. I get what you're saying, but also... He's fourth in the world. Even though they're the minority, even though there's more things that have not as much substance than things that do have substance. Not all those things that don't have substance are making as much money on the same level as those guys who are the top ones with yeah, substance, the, I guess. Yeah, the ones the ones with actual substance are the ones making the money. They're actually the ones headlining headlining these tours, headlining shows. I think so, the conversation is more about the popularity of certain things because we do have like a lot of... It, it, people turn hip-hop into a, a fad culture where we remember the early 2000s, the bling bling era. Yeah. And you remember the in the mid 90s, it was like the the casuals, everything around me and the, the pleather and the, all of that shit. And you remember like toward the end of the 2000s, that first decade became backpack rap again. And now we're into this where, which, I think we're in an interesting time now because there are so many different yeah, I mediums. Name, I need to name Big Sean. Like, that's another one. That's it, It's pretty balanced. It's so many different mediums, too, for people to get their music from. Like, people are finding music and, and artists in so many random fucking ways. Like, there were no SoundClouds before. Yeah. yeah where there is now. Yeah. Like, you could be a nobody and your music that people probably would have thought was stupid before, a million white kids around the country downloaded your shit and now you popping. We also have to think about, like, all this stuff is not hip hop. It's not rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know they exactly. hang out together. They look the same, <laughs> but it's not really rap. It's kind of hard to call future rap. Yeah. But I mean, I'll leave that alone. But like Big Baby Drum. Mhm. Mhm. He's dope. He's dope as fuck. He sings. But a lot of people try to throw him in the rap. Like, no, he's not a rapper. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's got a and he, yo. This album's actually really good. Yeah, it's pretty lit. Yeah, it's hard for me to call a little fucking Yachty a rapper. I just, but we can. I'm just saying, if we just... I, I can't even name all the guys. You know, I, I mean, we have Migos and... But I would never put... Even though Gucci Mane and Migos are kind of in the same world. Mm-hmm. Gucci Mane, I understand every fucking thing he said. And, and he had like a... There was a, a, a purpose and a vision to his trap shit. Yeah. These little motherfuckers don't have a lot of purpose or vision. And I think that... Is what first of all sets people like Joe Budden off, and it it kind of it kind of gives way to just a lot of bullshit to saturate the airwaves. But these people fall off. They do. 
And Sergeant I think and I think that's what people got to remember gone. too. Exactly. He might still have money, but you don't hear his ass no more. Yeah, I mean, I hope he has money. I, I want you to be able to take care no, of he's, yourself. He's, he's paid. I just don't want you to put no more music out. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Lil Yachty talking about some Soldier Boy was his influence. God damn it! But you can't. <sighs> yeah, I mean, young. it makes sense. It he's makes sense. Young. It makes sense. My little brother is one of those types of my, my little brother looks like he could be one of fucking Migos, like, yeah. and I hate it. So goddamn. Lil Yachty won't be around for much longer. And if he is, I guarantee you he'll fucking reinvent himself. I guarantee you as he gets older, he's gonna be like, whoa, this is stupid. Who's the gold motherfucker? The who? Trinidad James. Oh, the gold (laughs) motherfucker. Yeah, where did he go? Um, It actually drops random tracks that pop up on my SoundCloud, and they're not (laughs) that bad, which surprised me because he's a Trini, so it made me really upset when he first came out. Yeah, his parents is Trini. Then I was like, oh, okay, so when he pops up, I, I don't mind it. I actually heard something recently. It wasn't bad. No, I, I, I didn't. I didn't hate Trinidad when he was popping. You said well, who? You didn't realize it was him, so you had to like look back like we. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, damn. Uh, like the rap game is not that bad, y'all. There's no, definitely not. Because the stuff that's good is like really good. And I mean, or it may be not that great. And sometimes, Jake Paul ain't that great. Look, sometimes I like this little ignorant shit. Sometimes hey, I just want to, you know what I'm saying? Shit. You know I like my, I like gangsta. Do I y'all like, see how crazy the world is? I know it sucks, but I like to hear about shootings and shit in my, in my rap music. Well, look, it's, that's what art is for. You got to glitch your shit out. You want to go out there and shoot somebody? Nah. You will listen to it in a song instead. Hey. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to Lil' Kim. you hitting your car. And she was so raw, and it just made me so happy. You said Lil' Kim? Yes. Listen, I revisit. I revisit that hardcore. I re, right. I revisit that hardcore album on like a weekly basis. Great like, album, big. God damn it. Tomorrow morning's dance party. What? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, yo, talking about some ignorant shit. And he's actually a really good rapper, but he talks about. He definitely talks about killing. <laughs> Who? Mozzie. young rapper <clears throat> named Mozzie. Never heard of him. Who wanted to make the the freshman. Uh, Double XL freshman, but he ain't no mumble rapper, so he didn't make it. <laughs> Yo, yeah, just what? Yeah, that was disappointing. Now that sucked. Vic Mensa made a good point with that on um, Everyday Struggle. He said that it like uh, DJ Academics was like, "What do you think was missing from the list?" He was just like bars. <laughs> yeah, you, a single us- bar. Usually they would add some a couple folks that could really give it to you. I think that's what scares the old heads, though. Is that if it's that easy yeah, for these man. motherfuckers to just that, take that over, will that just happen and be the end all? Like, yeah. what? Will one day people just not want to hear shit that matters? Which, come on. Yo, shout out we to... We need Kam- shit that matters. Yo, shout out to Kamaya. Uh, though, she made it. I like Kamaya out of um, Oakland. Okay. I need to check some she of them out the only, She was the only female on there, man. She did her, She does her shit. Like, her, her album was actually really dope. We played at our parties all the time. Get comfy on a night. Eight, eight, eight. They can't be having eight. Fucking up the date. Yeah, my bad. Hey, follow me for uh, updates. All right, please, please follow him. Whistle that joke and hear me. Snapchat that thing. I'm just kidding. He's not. (laughs) He's he's not. Um, (laughs) shit. What else was on our list, man? We got some funny shit. Oh, can I talk about what was posted? What this? Ah, man. So, you know, I get a lot of shit mm-hmm. on off of Facebook <laughs> that grabs God. my attention. This shit. So, somebody made a post 
There's a guy. He says, um, "Isn't trans sex inherently queer?" If I and when he's saying queer, he, he means gay. He's saying right, gay. Right. So I'm gonna just kind of explain that because sometimes he uses some terminology you may not know what he's saying. So isn't trans sex inherently gay? If I were having sex with a trans woman that had a penis and I stimulated that penis with my mouth and anus, it would fall under gay. The comment under replying to that status says, nope. And then again, then <laughs> this person replies again saying, if you were born a heterosexual man having sex with a woman, you are having straight sex. His response to her is, is something about sucking a dick just feels gay to me, though. <laughs> uh, and then, then where do you find this? Somebody, shit? somebody else comments under under this and says, "Well, after he says it's gay to me, though, she says, "Well, it's not. It's a woman's penis. It would only define as gay if you were a woman as well." Y'all, I'm done. So I don't. A man's get, penis? I don't get it. I'm sorry, but it's yeah, a, that was a it, weird discussion. Hey, it's a dick. It's not even like tucked into a little clip to make you feel like it's not a dick. It's a dick though. But I think that's the thing. So then, then that makes me wonder: Does liking dick make you gay, or does liking a man make you gay? Because you can be a man that ain't got a dick. So it's all fucked up no, now, no, right? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Does, this doesn't fuck me up at all. Okay. If you like dick, you're gay. No. If, you know, if you're a man that likes right. dick, you're gay. Right. But on the other side of that, if the man doesn't have a dick, are then you gay? you're also gay. Hmm. Both of these things make you gay. Not one or the other. But what if it's a... If it's a woman with a what dick... If a, what if it's a hermaphrodite and she's a woman who was born with a dick? Then you... And see? what do you like her? What do you like her? For? What if you didn't know she had a dick at first? And, and then you see the dick, and you're like, "Ooh, I can't wait to get to that." You're gay. Hmm. If okay. you see that dick on but, that woman, okay. What if you're not like, "Ooh, I can't wait to that, get to that." Like, what if you're not fetishizing it? What if you are just like, "I can deal with that." Oh, a dick! Get, I have one of those. Deal with, and you like can't wait to get some of that. Yeah. <laughs> so is that your only? Yeah. You just can't wait to get to. Okay, look. If you start having sex with that dick. You <laughs> Look, I, it's not a bad thing. Look, some of my friends are gay. Like so, <laughs> look, my co-host you is gay. Sound just like those my, white folks. I have black friends. My co-host is gay. Don't even worry about it. But it's gay, and it's okay. It is okay. One of my favorite basketball players is gay or bisexual. Uh, go to our website. Uh, there will be a poll up. <laughs> Does it make you gay? Let us man, know. If you're a man and you stimulated a dick with your mouth or anus, you gay. No, okay. Honestly, though, please y'all hit up our DMs on the uh, Instagram page, me and the gay homie. I really, really do want to hear what, you, what y'all have to say about this one. Man. Oh, y'all can come up with every new shit you want. I'm going to be an old man on this one. If it's a trans woman and she pulls out a dick and you suck it, you gay. Agreed. Thank you. I think I just wanted to 
put a pregnant pause in there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, you know all, I'm all out of shit to you say. You know what's funny? Like, I'm always wondering what the gay homies would think. And y'all be ready to call some shit gay way before me because I'm like trying to be cool about it. Like, ah, he but, gay. <laughs> but isn't that interesting though? Because that's exactly like your white friend who has a bunch around around a bunch of black people. They might see some shit as like that's some black shit, but they're not gonna say that's. Yeah. They're gonna wait for you to say, yeah. oh, that's some black ass shit. Oh, I guess that is. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Tyrone is a fool. Which is, which is, you know, which is respectful of the. You Yo, know, and that's me trying to be respectful. Shit, I'm like, man, how they feel? Man, y'all be ready to call somebody gay by the way they hold something. Well, that's like, because half half of us gays like hate ourselves and like, <laughs> have these deep seated issues. But that's a whole nother topic. Who don't got issues? Oh, Goddamn. Next it. episode. Right. Man, yo, I ain't got shit was, else to say though. Yo, I think that was <laughs> damn. Right. Yeah, BT Awards lit. Joe Budden, chill out. Nah, don't <laughs> chill, Joe. They need that. No, they they do need that. But Look, God damn, you crazy. Why why do people watch? Why do people watch The Breakfast Club for Charlemagne? But the thing is, Charlemagne has tact to him, even though he's being an asshole. He has like a way of like there's a there's a there's a formula to it. Would you I feel like say Joe Budden don't he's always gotten a lot better. He has gotten a lot better. But you're right. Back in the he day. Grown. He is, but how long Joe Budden been doing this? What? He's still new? Yeah, this isn't come on. You, you didn't even know about it. Well, I feel like he had that podcast for a little while. I think yeah, he has to warm up a little bit, goddamn. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really didn't uh um... No, I don't want Joe Budden to change at all. I just want him to tailor like his delivery. I need him to be like this just so, so that it can the shit out of him. This true. Like I do want to see TV. I do want to see that. That'll be good TV. But for the sake of the conversation of moving the conversation forward between the two different ages of hip hop, yeah. You if you really trying to feed this message to them, bro, you got to find another way somehow because ain't nobody listening to your ass when you on some shit like that. You can't disrespect somebody and expect them to like fuck with what you got to teach them. Yo. Really, watch the watch the <laughs> interview with Ben Staples because he is a young guy, and he, he Ben Staples, yeah, okay. And he's not; he's actually a really good rapper that everyone will understand. <laughs> he actually has bars, but he's not the guy who will talk bad about a little yachty. He was like, "Yo, get your get your money, go right. win." But listen to what he has to say when, when discussing this stuff. Like, it, gotcha. it makes a lot of sense. And then DM me. Tell me what you felt. Oh, yeah. And I'm still vegan, y'all. We out here. <laughs> just to put that out there. I just feel like you be at home, like, sneaking, like, bacon and pepperoni. Man. That shit Oreos. sounds so nasty. And Oreo. <laughs> I, I, I really can't even stand the smell anymore. That's, I mean, I, I, I will say I believe that because during the time that I wasn't eating beef or pork, which was a span of eight to nine years, the smell of pork would make my stomach sick. Ask me how much of that shit I eat now. Yeah. So much. I'm gonna tell y'all this though. If I do go out and go out yeah. if I do go out of the country, yo, I'm eating whatever the fuck I want. Because I'm out of the country, I gotta go live, baby. I might not come back. Give me some of this shit. Nah, I feel that. I'm That's like, real shit. You gotta had a Jamaican accent when you said that. I did that? The baby? Make it. No, I'm saying when he said baby, don't you know hey. where that's from? Son. 
You're from New York. You don't know what movie that is from Atlanta? Paid in full? Oh, no. He just sounded Jamaican, though. No. Yeah, it is from Paid in full, but I didn't enjoy it. He ain't saying it. Say <laughs> <I ain't laughs> he ain't uh, saying I thought she was gonna say, "I love you, some penis." <laughs> Whoa! That too. Uh, I know you do, girl. <laughs> guys, I don't really know what she does. <laughs> that doesn't. Joe, why are you just about to hit my hand up for that? That should be something John hits my hand for. What, y'all? Nah, I was like, probably for liking penis. I have a penis. So why would I be happy about you uh, liking penis? True. Are you happy about me liking penis? Yeah. It's your life. I want you to love it. These are the moments I wish we had cameras. I want you to live it to the fullest mm. and get all the penis you can. Okay. I want you to throw a whole bunch of dicks in your mouth every day. Um, a, a bunch is a probably bunch. not it's sanitary. It's escalated pretty quickly. Look, man. Does I always... am the hype man. Oh. All right. I want him to win. Yeah. Go get the dick. Go get the dick. Go. Go get the dick. Go. No. Go. Go. No. Go. If it was me, he would say, go get that putty. I do have a bit of bad news for everyone. What happened? I'm um, straight. Oh. Yeah, John and I have been fucking. Well, shit, let's go ahead and get some pussy. Mm, nah, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't even play the game. I couldn't play along. <laughs> Smell my finger. What? Oh, I used to hate that in middle school. <laughs> that was always the way. I'm telling you, I fingered her on the bus. Dude, one time I was at a, so I was 18, right? <laughs> and the homie was having All of your younger away. stories are so rash. <laughs> the homie was having a going away party. He's going off to college. And his uncle had a stripper party for him. His godfather had a stripper party for him. It was, there were like six or seven strippers, man. It was popping, popping. Shit, Omari, Omarion was there. This is when he was only 15. <laughs> He was at the party. He was like doing. He was dancing on the girl, like not like a lap dance, but he was like going ham, like he was at a, I don't know, like he was fucking her. I remember that. So I was like, damn, little homie going in. He did this thing anyway. So, this one chick is like spreading her shit and all that, and sticking fingers in her pussy. Oh, did she invite your fingers into her pussy? Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna ignore that. Of course she did. <laughs> she definitely invited. Oh, fucking weak. And I did it, and I smelled it. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> that is a horrible scent." Oh my god. That was horrible, and she was so. Beautiful. She was so fine. Well, she been dancing all. Yeah, and one of the strippers was a one of the strippers was a, was um uh, was pregnant. Oh no! And she was the baddest one. I'll never forget this shit. She was so fine. This is the hoodest. And shit she I've was ever pregnant. Like she was a little bump. She had a little bump. So no, she could still work a little bit. No bump is an appropriate bump I, as a stripper. I was no. a, we were all completely okay with her. She was bad. So anyway, Jesus. after I did that, I kept like anytime somebody was getting a lap dance in her all around. I would like wave my finger, like <laughs> I would just wave my finger in front of one of them, and they'd be like, "Oh, oh, what's this?" Oh my god! I just picture like in the cartoons with that big green phone. Oh just yeah, by your so nose. nasty, dude. Oh man. Well, you are nasty. Yo, that was a crazy night. One, 
at one point, my homeboy's uncle was there, not the godfather, but the uncle. He looks at us, looks at his nephew, looks at me, like my best friend. He looks at us and he's like, hey, I'm going to show you how to eat some pussy. What? 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 And he starts eating out one of the strippers. <gasps> oh my God. That is unsanitary. Did she look clean? Whoa, whoa, just. She smelled clean and she smelled like juices and berries. I don't give a. I love, they all smell like, um, what's the place with the, with the, um, soaps and. Bath and Body Works. She smelled like Bath and Body Work. Well, the bitch with the, your fingers. All strippers? No, not her. She was a stanky little bitch. Uh, but anyway, this yeah. one, she smelled good and she was really thick and fluffy feeling. She felt good. Anyway, he started eating her pussy. And we were like, what's that? <laughs> we, we hadn't ate no pussy yet. We were like, oh shit, what is he doing? Well, at first, we were just like dismissive about it. Like, who gives a fuck? I'm sure he's not eating no pussy. And then we saw her reaction and we were like, oh, she's liking this. I wish wow. y'all could see my face right now. It was a crazy night. I'm 18 seeing this shit. One, it was one of times was different because at 18, yo, I knew how to eat pussy, buddy. <laughs> man, I was barely. Times was different. I was barely fucking. Bless you. I think I just got some pussy. I think at 14, I lost my virginity. Yeah, 18 guys. So clearly 13. I was doing all the other stuff. Wait, you were really 18? Jeff? 18. Aww. I know. Uh, to be 18 in the 70s. Fuck you. <laughs> um, it was a crazy wow. night. Yeah, it was a, it was a crazy night. The fact that I hate strip clubs now is because of that. Mm. Because that party was so popping. I've never been to it. It can't anything. match up. It can't. I've never been to anything like it. So oh I never want to. I mean, people was fucking in the back. Mm. It was crazy. 18 seeing this show. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. when's the next one? The next one never happened. Thank God, because you, you might have got a stripper pregnant or something, Joe. the strippers is like smoking a cigarette with her pussy. I'm done. It was crazy. It was like Luke's peep showing that bitch. You should not treat your vagina like that. Why not? You ain't going to get that cigarette? cancer. What? There's a whole it. ecosystem in there. Yeah, but you ain't going give to it, give it lung cancer. You straight? You don't know what's... <laughs> you don't know if the pussy got lungs. <laughs> okay, we was, we've said pussy... Too many times for this gay podcast. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I ain't got nothing else, man. Nothing I got else. nothing else. Um, if you guys nothing would like us to bring up any kind of topics on the next Me and the Gay Homie, feel free, man, to, to let us know. Share. For sure. We, you know, we want to talk about what you want to hear. Except when we don't. But yeah, we do. Honestly, sometimes I <laughs> I know I'm like kind of bougie with the shit. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck what y'all think. But I do, though. It's weird. Um, yeah. And on that note, I'm actually trying to find the music. Always. Always. Okay, we're just going to play anything. I'm going to play some Mozzie. Yeah, play something. So everybody can, you know... Groove out. Kind of hear... The gangster shit that I'm talking about. Oh, it is. Oh, so it's gangster shit. Okay. Oh yeah, it's some gangster motherfucker. So it's shit. not like no grooving out. It's like no, no, no. Nah, nah. Y'all gonna get this work. Oh, what? Y'all gonna get this work? Oh, wait, wait. 
This is taking too long. I know. No, talk about something. I just really want y'all to hear this. All right? And y'all, y'all know how we do. We're not that on point like this that. This is taking so long. Grandpa, learn how to work your phone. Oh, found it. And wait. Wait, wait, not yet. Because he has his coat. Jesus. He has a little spot. As we wait for the ad. There's a little ad. Okay. Fuck Here we ads. go. Fuck ads. No, 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 not like right, that. Right, right. <laughs> All right, bye, y'all. We need ads. Metal, messy murder scene. He ain't a fact of beef with him, no concern to Currently chasing currency with urgency. Mighty stamp tatted in the flesh, this shit permanently. Run, tell him them disc records ain't disturbing me. I just did back to back shows and hit for 33. The blood money burgundy killer count the murder fee. Probably gotta pay you in 20s if that's preferably. A sucker died, a lot of nigga that murdered him. Another sucker died, a lot of nigga that murdered him. Tiptoed through the crowd, started squirting him. Should've seen how fast they got that boy to the emergency noodle your own nuggets you ain't heard of me brother said it's more big hits after the surgery even when it crashed dummy died we take it personally i'ma keep purchasing bodies until they murder me i'm a saw picking up the shells from the murder scene word to the shooter gang you never get a word from me learn to bust down and bang spit as far as on the rip